The Tesla Q podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended for and should not be used as financial, investment, or trading advice. Research associated with fiscal decisions should be conducted elsewhere. The host of the show possesses no license or credentials to warrant accepting advice based on what is heard on the Tesla Q podcast. Additionally, even though the host and guests may hold positions in companies discussed on the show, they don't have insights into the next time step of the simulation. Therefore, do not make any financial decisions based on the contents of this podcast. Hello and welcome to episode number 47 of the Tesla Q podcast. The opening there was a little clip from Ants Marching from Dave Matthews Band. If you didn't notice, uh, one of the lyrics was cars end up on the sidewalk, which uh, that lyric was pointed out so nicely by Charlie Grant on Twitter, the Wall Street Journal Heard on the Street columnist. Uh, So I figured why not feature that in this episode of the Tesla Q podcast? Uh, The reason for that, of course, is the release of the summon feature or advanced summon or whatever this particular feature is called, which is being released right now clearly so that Elon can recognize some already received revenue for quarter three. So recognizing this revenue will not help uh, the cash flows for quarter three because they got this cash in previous quarters, but it may help a little bit with that top line number and make the year over year decline either be a little bit less or maybe he can get it close to being break even year over year um, despite the many more deliveries that are probably likely for quarter three of 2019 versus 2018. And all that said, uh, as always, if you want to be a contributor to the podcast, go to patreon.com slash Tesla Q podcast, and you can become a monthly contributor. Uh, If you sign up at the $2 and 10 cent per month level or higher, you can get access to my short watch list, uh, which also has a couple of longs and a different tab. Also just this past week, I, posted a link to my spreadsheet of the simplified Tesla charts methodology, which he put out on Twitter on July 4th. And I utilized uh, at that time and based on the 95,200 deliveries of quarter two, using that methodology, I ended up within $30 million of the actual bottom line gap net income number for, for Tesla's quarter two. Uh, currently using that for quarter three, and using my estimate of 90,210 uh, deliveries, which is 90210, if you didn't notice, which I forget who, who tweeted that, but I appreciate that. That was very close to the midpoint of my range, so I decided to just go with it. Despite Elon's leaked email about having a chance at 100,000 deliveries, I'm sticking to 90210. Uh, and with that, and assuming $10,300 of gross profit per delivery... I end up with a gap loss of $460 million for quarter three. So check that out on, on Patreon. Uh, if you, you're interested, that's available for free. You don't have to actually be a patron. Just go to the Tesla Q Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash Tesla Q podcast. And you should be able to, get, to just click the link and go straight to that. And there's a link in there to the Google sheet. And actually, if you have a comment on the sheet and the methodology or anything, you can type in a comment. You can't edit the cells. Only I can do that. But you can put in a comment. So feel free to do that. Uh, as I said, Charlie Grant is who posted that lyric to the Dave Matthews song, which was excellent. And uh, he also, just this morning, I'm recording this on Saturday, the 28th of September. He posted a new new article on Heard on the Street, which was basically a preview for Tesla's quarter three financial results. 
And per my usual custom, I am not referring to that as an earnings report because Tesla has only reported earnings five times out of however many quarters they've been in existence. So financial results, not earnings. And those won't come out until later October uh, on a Wednesday, likely either October 23rd or 30th. And on Monday, October 28th, Elon has a court date uh, relating to the Vern Unsworth defamation suit. So that'll be a busy time for Mr. Musk. Okay, this is episode 47. On the last episode, number 46, I discussed a bunch of different things and how they have impacted Tesla's share price. Uh, That was recorded around uh, the 19th or 20th of September. Uh, The 20th was a Friday. Not a whole lot happened that that weekend that I can recall, but on Monday of of this past week, uh, which was the 22nd, 3rd of September, there was the uh, unredacted version of the Tesla shareholders lawsuit relating to the acquisition of SolarCity, more properly termed the bailout of SolarCity. So that came out late in the afternoon on Monday. I recognized that it was exclusive to Plainsight, as Plainsight was who had requested that the unredacted version be available to the public, and it took took a little bit for uh, news articles to come out. I recognized that that would be the case in advance, but I didn't properly make any short-term trades, so my, my trading of Tesla options this past week was pretty horrific. I actually... Uh, I did start a position of November $230 puts on on Monday after the, the plain sight revelation and before the news articles came out. So that was great timing. Uh, by the peak on Tuesday, the peak value of those puts, it was like an 80 or 90% gain probably just in one day. Uh, but I was away from computers on Tuesday. And ultimately, I ended up buying some weekly puts after the big share price dropped because I thought that it might continue. But apparently all the selling pressure associated with that was over by the first 30 minutes of the day on Wednesday or something. So that was that was the big news story early in the week was the, the uh, unredaction of that lawsuit. So it's clear that, that uh, Elon Musk uh, only bought SolarCity because of the impact that it would have had to his reputation. Uh, SpaceX, of course, bought some SolarCity bonds. It's the only company they made any investment in. So it, it's very clear that that whole whole thing was just a bailout to protect Elon Musk's reputation. And that, I think, may have led to the Friday afternoon tweet from Jim Bridenstine uh, mentioning the Saturday, September 28th press announcement or whatever whatever Elon's got going on this evening about the Starship and Jim Bridenstine who's the the head guy at NASA basically said yeah it's great that you're releasing the Starship thing but uh, your crewed mission to the International Space Station is behind schedule and you need to focus on that as it's funded by taxpayers of the United States of America so uh, yeah it's great that you've got this silo in Texas but uh you need to get on it, Elon. So I wonder if that tweet from Jim Bridenstine may have been partially emboldened by that release on Monday about all the the internal workings of the Solar City bailout and how SpaceX was involved with that by buying bonds, uh, keeping Solar City afloat just a little bit longer than they otherwise would have. Uh, so that was a couple news items that happened this week. 
The other main thing was the leaked email or the the report about the leaked email that was published on Electric by Fred Lambert, where apparently Elon Musk had sent an email to all Tesla employees saying that they had a chance at 100,000 deliveries for quarter three. So to the best of my knowledge, that e- the contents of that email have not yet been released in full, only the, the piece on Electric by Fred Lambert. So that had a, a big imp- impact on the share price. Tesla shares ultimately recovered basically all of their losses subsequent to the uh, the Solar City revelations and all the associated articles. So it basically ended the week at right about the level that it was just before the uh, those legal documents were unveiled on Monday. So big share price drop on Tuesday and the very beginning of Wednesday, and then it started to recover a little bit. And then on Thursday, when this uh, email leak occurred, there was a big, big volume of, of people buying shares and the share price recovered. And then it kind of tapered off again towards the end of the week. Thanks in large part to the overall market being pretty lame at the end of the week. So that was that was the main things that happened this week in Tesla. Oh, and of course, on Friday was the advanced summon release, which led to numerous, numerous uh, videos already of just how slowly advanced summon is. It looks looks to be a pretty pathetic feature to be fully honest i i as a tesla bear would have expected the feature to actually be much more impressive and functional than it appears to be as far as i know i've only seen maybe one collision or two so far associated with it i have yet to hear of anybody having their toes run over i I tweeted on friday that i would set the over under at 2.5 for number of toes run over by advanced summon this weekend Uh, Several people have suggested that they don't think that it will remain in the wild through the weekend. Uh, That's yet to be seen, of course, as I'm recording this on uh, Saturday, the 28th of September. We'll see if it lasts through the weekend. If it does get pulled over the weekend, I'm not sure what the impacts that will have on the uh, quarter three revenues and how much they can recognize they previously already collected that's already hit their cash balance, so it will not help their cash balance in quarter three. Um, Another uh, interesting thing about the leaked email is that it came out the very same day that Dan Ives of Wedbush put out a note where he set his deliveries estimate for quarter three at 88,000 to 90,000, which ironically enough is very close to my my range of 88,000 to 92,000, which I narrowed down to 90210, for to just mostly to be cute because Elon lives in Beverly Hills, but also because it's in the right, right near the midpoint of my range. So that note came out on Thursday and then Fred Lambert had his piece about the leaked email, which no one else has seen. Apparently, I know several other reporters have previously seen some some leaked Tesla emails. And as far as I know, they didn't see this one. Only Fred did. Fred Lambert, Canadian, Quebecian. Interestingly, Fred mentioned that he had purchased some shares in early June, which if you look at the the share price in early June, it was very, very low and went up quite a bit after that. So we'll see what happens with Fred ultimately. And as I mentioned earlier, I have my my range of deliveries estimates. Uh, I have the simplified methodology that's up on Patreon. And relating to that, my current estimate 
which doesn't account for any uh, recognized deferred revenue from auto summon or advanced summon, whatever it's called. But that's currently at negative 460 million per my estimate. Don't use that to trade on uh, without doing some further analysis on your own. And Charlie Grant's heard on the street on Saturday, September 28th, points out that quarter three 2019 revenue is very likely to be less than quarter three 2018 revenue, despite the fact that there will probably be like 15,000 more vehicle deliveries. So keep that in mind. We should be getting the deliveries official number next uh, either Wednesday or Thursday, the 2nd of October or the 3rd of October. Who knows what the share price will do from there. If uh, if deliveries come in at, say, 93000 or lower after that leaked email last week, I would imagine that the share price will fall somewhat based on the official delivery number. If it comes in at 100000 maybe the shares will go up a little bit. Maybe not. Who knows? Maybe it's already priced in. Uh, but that's coming next week. That'll probably be the, the big news event next week unless autos or advanced summon gets pulled or some other regulatory action happens. Oh yeah, I also failed to mention on Friday, the 27th of September, there was a National Labor Relations Board thing. I, I don't know all the details of this, but it's related to Tesla's attempts to uh, stifle union actions at their factories, and they were found guilty or some such. And part of the punishment for that is that Elon Musk is going to be required to stand in front of his employees and read something saying that they were found guilty of this and all this other stuff, which is a very unique punishment. And it, it is probably a lot more effective at actually impacting Elon Musk than just a, a simple fine would be as his, uh, his overall personality and narcissism will likely be impacted by that. So that was interesting. It happened on Friday. Uh, it was after the market closed on Friday that that news came out. I really doubt it'll have any impact on the share price whatsoever, but who knows? But it happened. So deliveries next week, official delivery numbers, not just a leaked email. We'll see what the share price does. And then about three or four weeks after that, we will get the official financial results, which maybe with the deferred revenue that they'll recognize, maybe they will have flat year over year revenue for quarter three, who knows? That's, that's, I would guess their best case scenario is to have just ever so slightly higher revenue thanks to this recognition of deferred revenue. But more likely than not, there will be a year over year decline. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what their cash flows look like and what their gap net income looks like. And we'll see where the share price goes from there. Um, Going to wrap this episode up. This has been episode 47 of the Tesla Q podcast. Go to patreon.com slash podcast if you'd like to become a contributor. And if you want some shorty merchandise, go to evacuationboy.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.